Welcome to the Elevate Life podcast channel, a channel focused on helping you establish a biblical philosophy of life that will empower you to reach your full God-given potential. For more information about our church, visit elevate.life. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode, episode three of this mini-series we're doing in, uh, I say mini-series, we've gotten, we, we've done it's a some... season. It's like a season, a season. of a... Season one of Elevate Life of podcast. Philosophies. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're, we're just continuing <laughs> Philosophies. In case, you, in case you were interested and we just said the word philosophy, I feel like that's not super attractive, but maybe it is. Maybe it is. I philosophy. mean... Philosophy. Yeah. You say it that way, it's like mysterious. What is it? The, the ASMR? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to creakle. A, I'm going to eat a chip so everyone can hear me. That's what we're talking That's probably not the sound people want to hear is like a no. person eating chips. Yeah. Or like chewing gum. Like that's what I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the podcast on that. Uh, anyway, we we're are, just going to send a bunch of people to Google ASMR now and they're yeah. going to go down the, <laughs> like, what, the, rabbit hole. the rabbit hole of YouTube. Uh, but we're in the Warrior Suite with Pastor Josh. And you're, and you're Pastor I'm, Mitchell Chapa. Pastor Mitchell, yes. you can. You're also here. I'm, I'm here as well. And you can be watching <laughs> this on YouTube or checking it out on our podcast. Again, we're just giving you some more content, but also some great handles to be able to dive a little bit better into who you are, who God has created you to be, and how to be the best you that you can be. And today we're actually going to jump back a little bit. Uh, last episode, we talked about core values. The one before that, we even talked about just the basics of what is a philosophy of life. Where did it come from? How does it correlate with who we are uh, yeah. as Christ followers? And you kind of talked about a little, a, a little bit about the like somewhat of the uncontrollables and the way that we think yeah. about about certain things. And I thought it'd be a great topic to even jump back to of just uh, I think you kind of put it in a little note of offside of just like, hey, we're gonna let's let's kind of build the foundation with all this. Like, yeah, let's go back to thinking. Let's yeah. talk about that and uh, the way we think, how it affects. Our whole world. Yeah. It starts with our thinking. So, yeah. well, we wanted to, yeah, really? I mean, and we talked about like kind of the history of philosophy and stuff. And I mean, I think there's a lot to learn there, but you know, really ultimately philosophy is important to each one of us because it's us deciding how we want to live. I mean, yeah. everybody has a philosophy of life, whether we realize it or not. And that, that's because all of us as humans make decisions. So the decisions that we make in life uh, determine our philosophy of life, like how we live. Yeah. So, um, we wanted to start with core values too, just because core values are like really the what matters most for us in life. And mm. it's important for us to, um, as we think about what our philosophy is, those things need to be, those things need to be rooted and grounded in something. Yeah. And, um, our, you know, we, in our church, one of the things that we talk about a lot, if you're around here for a while, we talk about our thoughts, attitudes, and actions, think, be, do. Yeah. So our think plus our be plus our do equals what we have in life. And, um, but the thinking part of us has to be guided by something. The attitude part of us has to be guided by something. So do our actions. And that's yeah. why our core values are so important. So if you haven't listened to the core values episode yet, really encourage you to go do that yep. so that what we talk about today can be impactful. Um, because there's no reason for us to worry about controlling our thinking mm. unless we have a reason to. Yeah, or we don't have guides to yeah. figure out, like, is this a good thought? Is it a bad thought? Yeah, How I don't I... know what's a good thought, what's a bad thought. So yeah. we talked about that some, but um, to get into thinking, I love what Marcus Aurelius said, who was a Stoic philosopher. He wrote uh, what's called The Meditations, um, which is a really, really popular book. <laughs> um, but he's, he said, very little is needed to make a happy life. It's all within yourself and your way of thinking. 
And um, I love this. I love this like funny. This is like a funny story. But um, there's this hunter bought a bird dog, right? Okay. And this is the only one of its kind in the world. The only the only bird dog like this. This bird dog uh, could walk on water. Walk that uh, could walk on water. Could also walk on Walker if that was a Walker, thing. Texas it could walk Ranger. on top of a Walker. Watch out, it dude. could probably walk. I don't know, bro. Chuck <laughs> Norris. Chuck Norris jokes. Put your best Chuck those Norris aren't really jokes a thing anymore. In the comments. Uh, so this 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 hunter was like, man, this dog walks on water. This is unbelievable. Yeah. And so of course, if you had a dog that walked on water, you'd be like, I'm gonna show show the world everybody like all my friends. I yeah. cannot wait to manufacture a situation where people can see my dog that walks on water. So he takes one of his best friends. He's like, hey, let's go hunting. So they go duck hunting. And uh, if you don't know anything about duck hunting, you shoot a duck and a dog usually goes and gets the ducks yeah. out of the water yeah. that you shot the ducks over. Uh, RIP to the ducks. Yeah. So they shoot the dog. <laughs> they shoot the dog. They don't oh, shoot the dog. Oh, gosh. No. This is an interesting <laughs> <They shoot>. story. <laughs> <laughs> the ducks got him. <laughs> anyway, they shoot the ducks. And the, the man says, hey, go get him. He tells his dog, and the dog runs on the water, on top of the water, goes and picks the ducks up, comes and brings them back to the man and his friend. And uh, all day, this is happening. And the, this, this guy's friend doesn't say anything. Nothing. It's like, just, yeah, just you, know, like, you know like when you do stuff, and you like it's like you go see your friend, and you got a new car. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, man, uh, let me... Or, you, What's you notice any or like you go the like ladies, I, ladies when they get engaged, they're just like, yeah, I mean, know, I some, this, they're just waving you know, their hand in front of you. Like, yeah. Oh, man, like if me. I get a haircut, which like I have very little hair left, but <laughs> if I get a haircut, I'll go to Courtney, like my wife, and I'll go, hey, did you notice anything? Yeah. It's like, no. Like, oh, I got a haircut. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> when we do new things, we have new things. We want people to notice. Yeah. You know? So, um, so this guy's friend says nothing uh, about this dog. And they're, they get in the car and they're driving home. And he's like, okay, hey, man, did you uh, notice anything about my dog? And his friend was like, yeah, you know, I noticed that your dog can't swim. <laughs> it's like, Stop. what kind of friend is that guy? Get but also, I love that story. It's like the get worst. It's like such a dad. It's like a dad joke, but a story. Yeah. Your dog can't swim. Yeah. But like, that's the power of perspective for real. Is like a dog could literally walk on water and there would be a person that would say, I don't think that dog can swim. Yeah. Right. Shoot. Wow. And so how Dang. we how we perceive things, like how we think about things, truthfully, it's more important than than the things themselves. And, um, you know, we talked about controllables. But, you know, if you think about what you're in control of. Yeah. Uh, really, the no matter how long you spend trying to think about what you and I are in control of comes down to three things, our thoughts, our attitudes, and our actions. And everything for us starts with our thinking. And everything in a situation, everything in a circumstance, all of that starts with your thinking. We talked about Romans chapter 12, verse 2, a few episodes ago, just about how God says, uh, you know, people go through life and they go, what's God's will for my life? And we'll talk mm -hmm. about that in a, in a few episodes. But um, the Bible says, don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but allow God to transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. So the first thing that God's, that even God is trying to transform in us is our thinking, our thought processes. Yeah. So oftentimes the, the way that we think is like the last thing that we'll like think about. <laughs> it's kind of weird no, to talk okay. about Dad thinking joke. about how you think. <laughs> but for real, I mean, you know, uh, for so many people, we go through life and our thoughts are just automatic. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, you know, you, you, you experience something, you think of, you just think a thought about it, yeah. you know? And, um, so 
if you write down a list of the things you can't control and write down a list of things that you can control, the list of things that you can't control is like infinitely long. Mm. You know, you can spend all day on all the stuff you can't control. But if we think about the things that we can control, it's really our thinking, our attitudes and our actions. And there's a sequence there. So it's not just actions first, it's thoughts first. So thinking first, then our attitudes, then our actions. Our thinking will determine our attitudes and our attitudes will determine our actions. And our actions are going to determine what we have in life. That's mm-hmm. what we teach in this church. Pastor Key says, think plus B plus do equals, equals what you have in life, right? Yeah. Um, so many people uh, live as if they're powerless to the life that's around, like the things that happen to them or the things around them. Yeah. Everything that we think, feel, and do seems to be dictated by our circumstances. Yeah. So like... I had a bad day at work and then I thought negative thoughts about my job and I thought maybe I'm going to get fired or maybe someone's, you know, like when I was in high school, you know, it was like my parents would ask me, why'd you get a bad grade? Because that teacher hates me. Yeah. That's a thought process. Yeah. Okay. That's me thinking yeah. that way. Yeah. My perspective, which your perspective is your thinking. My perspective is that teacher hates me. That's why I got a bad grade. Not because like I hate Shakespeare inside joke yeah on the last couple episodes, couple episodes ago <laughs> was it not was because it? i don't like shakespeare and i don't want to learn anything about it or not yeah. because i don't want to do my math homework it's like oh that teacher just has it out for me that's a perspective mm. if i go to work every day and i think my boss hates me that's my thoughts yeah. doing that right that's my that's my thoughts saying that well you might say oh well like what if your boss literally tells you to your face I that i hate, I hate you, you. <laughs> right you still get the decision in your mind to either agree with that or not. Mm. Now that's the power of your thinking. Like if I disagree, if a boss, if someone says to me, hey, I hate you, and I think in my head, like I don't think that this person actually hates me, then I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a good attitude towards them, I'm gonna do good actions towards them, and then I might convince them to not hate me, right? Yeah. This is the power of like our thinking because if I think, like let's say for real someone said to me that they hate me, and I agree with that in my thoughts. Well, what's my attitude going to be towards that person? Like that person's an enemy. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to feel resentful to resentful them. and angry and yeah. all that towards them. And what how am I going to treat them? What are my actions going to be towards that person? Well, I'm going to treat them poorly. I'm going to treat them like they're an enemy. But if I think to myself, well, like that person, let's say if I shift my perspective, that person, you know, they might just not know me that well. They might not understand me. And so I'm going to continue to have a good attitude towards them. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to, to treat them right. Then Abraham Lincoln said, I destroy my enemy when I make them my friend. Mm. Like, what did Jesus do? Like, if we're ultimately all trying to follow Jesus, Jesus was surrounded by people at the end of his life that hated them, that hated him. Yeah. That, you know, uh, were cheering as he was, as he was uh, whipped with the cat of nine tails. We're cheering as he was... Uh, put on a cross and all of that said crucify him he looks at god and he says god forgive them for they know not what they do so all of that forgiveness and all these different kinds of things starts with our the thinking that we decide to have so we're not always in control of like our situation yeah in life i mean this isn't like a, a talk on Hey, just think everything's good and it'll be good. I mean, there are some times that we go through situations that can be difficult and we're not always in control of those situations. Like I can even like physically, we're not always even in control of our bodies. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can't determine, I can't decide, uh, whether or not I get cancer. Mm. You know, I hope that I don't, 
I don't believe that I will. Yeah. But if I do, what is my, what's my perspective going to be on that? Yeah. Right. And, um, what begins to happen if we don't get a hold of our thinking is we kind of snowball. So people that behave in a negative way, like people that behave poorly, they have bad attitudes. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to have a good attitude and act wrong <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm having a great day. This is amazing. And I'm going to go commit some crime. Yeah. Let's that's, just, <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. What just what I do. <laughs> living my life. You know, that's really not what happens. So like typically what happens is our thoughts go south then our attitudes go south and yeah. then our actions go south. And it's like a, it's like this cycle that happens where we do bad things, we get bad results and we continue to think bad because their situation only gets worse. Yeah. So then our attitude gets worse and our actions get worse. And then we go, well, like, how did I end up in this horrible situation? Yeah. You know, it's typically because we snowballed our way into that. And there's like this vicious cycle that can begin to happen. Why? And uh, I love the the book, The Obstacle is the Way by a guy named Ryan Holiday. It's like a really great kind of primer on yeah. stoicism and philosophy. And uh, he, he, he gives this, this thought process. He says, okay, like if you imagine it this way, um, like we say to ourselves with events, like I can say, um, you know, I got in a wreck. Yeah. That happened. That can yep. be a real situation. Like I got in a car wreck. Yeah. Right. And then I can say to myself, this is bad. Right. Well, why is a car wreck bad? Well, we all know why a car wreck's bad. Cause I, maybe I really like my car Yeah. and I don't want to get rid of it. And you did also, I could be hurt, you know, um, I could have, to, it could be my fault and I could be like, dang it, man, I'm gonna have to pay an insurance deal or whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna have to deal with all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so or I could say, well, I got in a wreck and this is good because my car, I didn't really like my car that much. So I'm going to get an insurance payout on some level yeah. or like I got in a wreck and you know, what's good is that I'm still alive and yeah. I'm, you know, there's all kinds of different good thought processes we can have. One of those is, um, one of those things is reality and that's the situation. So we could be in a good situation right now. We could be a bad, we could, we could be in, we are in a, well, let, let me say it this way. We're in a situation, right? We're just. Flat, that's no no kind of no, no good or bad yeah. scale on the other it's just a situation that's objective fact okay. like whatever like i'm married yeah. i'm in a marriage situation yeah right i have kids i have a kid's situation in my life whatever yeah. those things are now the goodness or badness of that is my decision wow so i'm in a marriage and i'm in a bad marriage Right. If I said I don't, I'm don't believe that. But I'm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let me just clarify. Uh, if I say I'm in a bad marriage, that's me saying that. Yeah. Right. Because that's based on whatever my standard is or whatever my my thinking is. You're thinking. Right? right. If I say I'm, I'm I have kids and my kids suck. Mm. I mean that's my thoughts that yeah. that say that. I mean that's me having that perspective. So one thing is objective reality. Another thing is like subjective, mm. subjective thoughts. And what's more powerful than our reality is our perception of reality. Yeah. So if I say, even if I say it in faith, like, cause some people go, well, you know, my marriage is actually bad. What if you decided to say my marriage is good or think my marriage is good? What would you begin to see in your marriage that would be good? Yeah. Or what would you begin to see in a situation that could be good parts of that situation? Usually if we, if we only focus like on the clouds, right, we're only going to see, uh, we're never going to see the silver lining. Mm. 
And um, most people don't realize the power of their thinking. Yeah. So if you look at every, if we look at describing the situations in our life as this situation is happening or this situation exists, right? And we stop there. Yeah. Then what we can do is then begin to decide whether or not we want to see that or think about that as good or bad. And um, one of the ways to know that we're saying a situation is bad and we might, might not need to is if we say this isn't, this isn't supposed to happen this way mm. or this is supposed to happen this way. Got it. So, so like, like the if, expectation of, or maybe it didn't meet the expectation or it does meet the expectations of, yeah. oh yeah, this uh, traffic. Uh, this wasn't this supposed gonna, to happen. Or it, maybe you already had the expectation Oh, like 380. Yeah, I knew traffic was going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. I planned on this today, right? Yeah. That's that's a perspective. So, if you if I say to myself a situation, like an, another way to to, well, here's a way to know that a situation is not in your control, mm. is if you think it's supposed to be different. Okay. Because because if if I think a situation's supposed to be different okay. and I'm in control, yeah, then I just change it. Then so, it's then it's gonna be whatever way I want. So taking the traffic example right now, like oh man, uh, if it was in my control, which part of it probably could be. Some of us like maybe for me sometimes I get caught in traffic uh, because I knew if I don't leave at a certain time, I get caught in traffic. Yeah. So what's the controllables when I when I do leave? When you leave, or, but maybe there is un, more uncontrollables in that. Well, I woke up late or something happened, whatever. Yada yada yada. Main one being is the traffic piece. I can't control where what time everyone else leaves. What I can control is what time I yeah. do leave. I mean, that's good, but also, like, is traffic a good or bad thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Going back to the thinking part of, like, yeah. So then what if, to kind of start wrapping it up, like, what what is a good way to help the people, or maybe, like, this may be my own personal uh, therapy session right now, of just... If I'm in that snowball, what if we're in that snowball of just constantly thinking of bad things, which then dictate obviously our, our being, our actions, and then or our attitude and our actions? Like, what, what's a way that we can break out of it? Like you would suggest of just here's some helpful things, yeah, or well, maybe psychologists, even some helpful books or something. Well, psychologists call it the framing effect, right? Okay. And so, think of your life situation like a painting or like a picture. Okay. And then you get to decide what the frame is around it. Mm. You know, and, you know, the painting might be the reality, but the framing is like our our perspective on that reality. Mm. And uh, so like an example of framing effect is let's say you go to a doctor and you need to have an operation and they say you're going to have a 90 percent chance of living at the mm. end of this operation. That's yeah. kind of like a positive way to frame it is like, oh, good. Nine out of 10 chance to live. Yeah. OK, that's gives me some hope. Let's say you go to another doctor and he's like, hey, you got a 10% chance of dying mm. if you get this operation. Now, those are the same odds. But I'm just telling you, if I sat down and someone was like, this is going to happen and you have a 10% chance of dying, that's a little bit scarier than a guy saying you got a 90% chance of living. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because it's just framing. I mean, yeah. it's the same same odds, same ratio, yeah. right, That are that's based on that. But the way that we frame things really does matter. And most people don't consider their thinking enough so mm. Seneca said it's not there's no another stoic philosopher he said it's not how the wrong is done that matters but how it's taken wow. there's another guy named Epictetus he said another person will not do you harm unless you wish it 
you will be harmed at just the, that time in which you take yourself to be harmed. So if I say to myself, that hurts me mm. or that affects me this way, then I've decided. Yeah. Like I've decided to have that perspective. But if I say like, well, that's not going to hurt me, mm. you know, then that's my decision to frame it in that way. Yeah. So yeah, this situation is happening. And you know, these are things that are easy to talk about, but when you live them out, it can be very, very difficult. Yeah. But how many of us have gone through things in life, like gone through very difficult things and not like look back and gone, oh, I'm glad that that happened. I mean, there's people that have experienced real tragedies, but look back and gone, oh, wow, like God really used that in this way yeah. to take me into whatever my next best season is. Like we talked about it a few, few episodes ago, but Romans 8, 28 says, God causes all things to work together for our good. Mm. And so if we believe that, then what's my thinking? Well, I can look at a situation and go, how's this going to work out for my good? I'm going to mm. start to notice the good in this situation. I really yeah. love this, this story about uh, this art critic named um, Robert Cummings. So I'll give you two more thoughts. So Robert Cummings, he, he was in London's National Art Gallery. Mm. And he's looking at this painting by this guy named uh, Filipino Lippi. And the painting is called The Virgin and Child with St. Jerome and Dominic. Super creative. It's like literally a painting of that. There's St. Jerome, St. Saint Dominic, Jesus, and Mary. There oh, they are. All right. right? <laughs> so so when, when art critics would look at this painting, they would always criticize it because like the proportions of the painting are just really weird. Um, the, he, he really great color. Like the painting seemed really great really well laid out, but the hills in the background are off. It's like, wow, that's like, it doesn't really represent, it's a, like a realistic painting, but like the perspective of the painting was just skewed. So mm. it looked like the hills in the background were misplaced and the saints uh, are kneeling at like these uncomfortable angles and Mary's looking at the ground. It's like, what, what is this? So like art critics would always be like, what is this? Like, what is this guy painting? Yeah. And why would he, why would he paint this this way? So this guy, Robert Cumming, he's not the first guy to see this in the painting, but he realized uh, something while he was standing there looking at it. And that's that the original kind of intent of this painting, uh, this painting was originally meant to be placed in like a place of prayer. And so most people, you know, in, in places of prayer, especially in like the Catholic church, you kneel when you pray. Right. Yeah. And so this guy, this art critic, he gets on his knees in front of the painting and he looks up at the painting and all of the sudden, all these proportions on this painting made sense for him. Like it looked like this perfect painting. And the, the, even though when you looked at it staring straight on, it looked like Mary was looking at the ground. When you kneeled, it looked like Mary was looking, looking right at you. Wow. So it's not the per, it's not the the painting itself that the perspective of the actual painting itself was wrong. It was the perspective of the viewer. Mm. So you know, for so many of us, we go, "Oh, this situation's bad." Right. But right. that situation is not good or bad. What what what's good or bad is yours and my thinking about the situation. I love what Pastor Keith says. He says, you know, if you look at a if we have blue lenses. Yeah. on our glasses yeah, and we look at a lemon, what color is the lemon? Well, most people go, oh, it's green because that's like an automatic answer, but the lemon's still yellow, Yeah, right? You, yeah. Have, you have blue tinted lenses on and the, that turns the lemon green in your eyes. And so mm. um, the question that we should, we should answer 
is like, what's our thinking? Like, yeah. how am I deciding? Cause we are in control. Like once I put myself in control of my thinking about the situation and I decide to frame it a certain way, then that gives me power in the situation to not only get through the situation in a better way, but to notice the things that are good. The last story that I'll, that I'll say is like this old story of like a, an emperor or like a leader of a village. Yeah. And he noticed that the people in his village, uh, were kind of lazy and they'd gotten sloppy. They used to be farmers and then he'd really created a great world for them. And so they just kind of stopped working. Mm. And so one day he takes a huge boulder and he puts it in the middle of the only road that's in and out of town. Yeah. And people would walk up to the boulder and they would look at it and they would go, Oh man, like there's a boulder. I can't get out of town. They just walk back to town. <laughs> right. Not even just, yeah, just uh, nothing. Just look at it. And uh, this is how most of us view our life. We go, yeah. oh, I just got this problem and my life's never, never going to get better until this problem's out of my way. Yeah. Well, uh, one person comes along, uh, you know, particular whoever he was, he comes along and he looks at the boulder and he's like, well, the only way for me to get out of town is for me to get this boulder out of the way. Yeah. So he decided to work on the, work on the boulder and eventually rolled it down the hill and underneath the boulder, the, the, uh, famous King had, had written, um, what stands in the way becomes the way. Mm. Right. And so a lot of times in life, we look at our problems in life and we look at our situations and we think those are negative things. But truthfully, those are the really only way forward in our life that when we decide to say, okay, like this is maybe a problem for me to solve, or this is a situation right now for the, that's going to qualify me like for my greatness, then my perspective changes and I get focused on, sometimes the focus is on working on ourselves through that. Yeah. Sometimes the focus is just on getting through it and being positive. When we control our thinking in that way, then what happens is uh, that situation, as soon as we decide, like this is how powerful our thinking is. As Romans 8, 28, I'll go back to that. All things, God causes all things to work together for our good. As soon as we decide in our perspective that this situation is going to be worked for my good, yeah. that, that starts to happen because of the power of our thinking. And Pastor Keith talks about that a lot. And yep. So as we begin to focus on what we can control, the first thing that we should focus on controlling is our thinking about any situation or circumstance or thing that or thing that we experience. Yeah. Well, I love uh, even like my dad. I didn't think about it for a while. My dad told me one thing um, growing up because uh, I kept saying, oh, I've got a problem. I've got a problem. I've yeah. got a problem. And he told me, stop. Stop saying you have a problem. We're gonna we're gonna change that. You're you're not gonna say we're not gonna say as a family like we're we have a, we have a problem anymore. It's a challenge. So from that point on, it's like okay, yeah, I'll I'll do that. But now I look at it as okay, it's a challenge. It is challenging, but it's not a problem. Sometimes problems can't be solved. Not all problems can be solved. Okay, but challenges is challenging and it will challenge you. So for me as an individual, that's what I always think is like, man, this is something yeah. that I'm. It's challenging for me, yeah. but it's a great challenge. Is yeah. that what Pastor Keith talks about? That healthy tension. That's that's that. Yeah, it's 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 not maybe enjoyable in the moment, but that framing, that different way of thinking, is like okay, it's not a it's not a problem. It's just yeah. it's a challenge. And that's pers that you know that language like per shifts your perspective. Yeah. So maybe this is a challenge for me to navigate. Like yeah. uh, the it's one thing for us to experience something like yeah. for us to go through something. And there's a lot we're going to go through. That's not, not in our control. You right. know what I mean? That's just life. It's another thing to allow that experience to make us think negatively. Hmm. 
And um, we are often not able to control our situations, but we can always control our thinking. So I can't allow my thinking to be ruined by a situation. Mm. And uh, uh, when I decide to do that, then, and I, you know, and back to values, back to core values that we talked about last yeah. time, it's like, when I decide to do that, like, what, how should I control my thinking? I should look back at my core values yeah. and say, okay, how can I, like for me personally, it's honor, humility, excellence, and generosity. How can I think honor mm. in this situation? How can I think in a humble way? How can I think excellence? And how can I think, think generosity? Mm. And um, when we decide to do that, what I've seen in my own life is I start to notice that, hey, maybe the dog can't swim. But like it can walk on water, yeah. which is pretty cool. <laughs> That's a, I love that, man. That's yeah. such a funny story about that. But even going like going back to the boulder, going back to all of it, it all goes back to the thinking with the foundation of those yeah. core values. And so. understanding, I think the fundamental understanding is that you and I are in control of how we think. Yeah. And most people never realize that. So they never have that much power in their situation. Yeah. Because they just allow thoughts to come in and out of their life. Yeah. And uh, when we realize that we have control over our thinking, then we can start to go, okay, I have control over my thinking, and how am I going to decide to think? Yeah, which our thoughts dictate, again, our, our attitudes. Actions, our attitudes, which then dictate our actions, which that's going to be the next episode, uh, diving into the B or actions. So Attitude. Or attitude. That's cool. Oh, man, I keep, <laughs> I keep thinking of actions. We're going to dive into the B. I, I, need to, I need to talk about that because it's, it's the B attitudes. Anyway, yeah, that's what Jesus talks about, B attitudes. Anyway, we're going to talk about the B. So come back for the next episode where we dive into the attitudes. And uh, we'll be back here. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our channel to be notified of our latest episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. That way, you know when a new episode has been uploaded. Also, if this message has impacted you and you want to contribute to help us reach more people, visit elevate.life forward slash give. We look forward to seeing you here next time.